Jumping in. Delivered to your door by the wine cellar, Douglas. Hello. Good evening. And welcome. And here we are once again. Can you believe it? It's October already. A Saturday night. It's October. Before you know it, Christmas will be here. No, 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 I'm not going to say anymore. That's it. I'm not going to mention the C word again. It is, (laughs) happily, not quite there yet. But it is jumping in, brought to you by our friends at the Wines of the Best in Modern and Contemporary Jazz. With myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, hello and welcome along to this week's show. Hurricane Ian has made his presence felt across the UK and the island. However, all is peace and tranquility here on Jumping In. For the next hour, we'll not only bring you the best in modern and contemporary jazz but as we reclaim our home on Saturday nights we're bringing another one of our interview specials with the London Jazz Festival on the horizon we're still working our way through interviews from last year's festival believe it or not and tonight we have the fantastic composer band leader and flautist extraordinaire Gareth Lochrane so H what's been getting you festival ready this week and what's blown you out of the water (laughs) yes well I'll tell you what did blow me out of the water in a very soft way earlier the back end of last year was Floating Points, Pharaoh Sanders and London Symphony Orchestra. And we've just lost him. Pharaoh's just gone, sadly. A great age, fantastic player. Going to play a bit more of that, I think. It's one of those lovely hypnotic ones I can play at any time of the day. Uh, we'll be doing a bit of Gareth. I'll be no messing with his uh, September on the big band. And um, might squeeze in a bit of vintage John Schofield. Mm, fantastic. And for me, well, we start at the very beginning. We note the reptilian elevation. We listen to cuneiforms twice simultaneously. And to start, well... We just do it.
do it from the fantastic Fist Fight of the Barn Dance from the big band of our guest this evening, Gareth Lochrane. And what a great band it was indeed. Brit, best of British with his, uh, with people like Paul Booth in the sax section, Mark Nightingale and Barnaby Dickinson in the trombones, Steve Fishwick, Henry Collins on the trumpets, Mike Outram on the guitar, the ubiquitous Ross Stanley on piano, Fender Rhodes and Hammond B3 and many, many others. And we, in fact, saw that band at last year's uh, Jazz Festival in the Spice of Life. If you don't know it, fantastic yeah, little Victorian venue. pub just off Cambridge Circus. Um, it's called Moore Street, but it's behind the theatre where Harry Potter is on, if you know what I mean. And they have a concert cellar room, and it was like a private club to ourselves because of the just slight easing of restrictions for COVID. But we'll hear more from Gareth later on. We certainly will, yes, in a slightly noisy environment because the place was packed. Uh, as you can imagine, it's not a huge room by the time you got the big band in and then the guests in as well the two were virtually sort of one more or less <laughs> you, you're almost in the big band which gave it an added air of excitement but i know for some of our gang that was the that was the gig of the weekend it was so so joyous there was so much energy the music and the playing the arranging was fantastic as well and uh, we reflected on that a little bit with gareth in a few minutes uh, another band who's uh well had all sorts of different venue uh, venues played in lots of venues played in lots of big bands small bands trios solos his latest album is a solo outing john schofield and i think we played a little from that a week or two back but earlier in the year i came across i think we'll here in Belgium, uh, something which had just been it was a re-release of some of his very early work on Enger Jazz Classics John Schofield live with a classic quartet, Richie Barak on piano George Moritz at the bass, Joe LaBarbera at the drums and this is Air Pakistan <laughs> Thank you. 
Yes, indeed. I'd have to agree with that. Recorded live at the Domicile Munich on November the 4th, 1977. The John Schofield Quartet of that time. Live, Richie Berak at piano, George Morass bass, Joe LaBarbera giving it some on the drums there. John, of course, on guitar. As a young man as he was then, still going strong, like I said, just released a solo album, quite more reflective on ECM, as it might reflect his years. He's not as young as he was, as you can imagine, as he was 28 in 1977. And uh, yeah, Chip Stern, no, 1979, I beg your pardon, Chip Stern writing uh, on the liner notes uh, says this really, that uh, spirited souling and studio savvy stand as trademarks of the 28-year-old guitarist. Uh, a few short years has already garnered an impressive catalogue of gigs and LPs, playing with the likes of Billy Cobham, George Duke, Charlie Mingus, of course he did, Jerry Mulligan, Chet Baker and a host of others and recorded a solo album, as he had already at that time. Here in John Schofield Live, we see him in a modern jazz setting with a great lineup, and he has single lines possessing the horn-like fluidity and sweetness abounds while his chord voicings articulate a natural, unstilted approach to the electric guitar. John has come of age in the world of electric jazz, says Chip in 1979, and here we are in 2022, and he's still of age playing great stuff and going great guns, and long may he continue, but uh, sounding on five form there back in 1979. And truthfully, he can still rock out as well, certainly, I think. He, he, can. he The last album is reflected mainly because it was a lockdown project, I think, and he's uh, playing playing with himself, if you'll pardon the expression, but it's, uh, it, it <laughs> is certainly, that, you know, not 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 the first great jazz person to do that, as Bill Evans would be yeah. testament. He's another one who always reinvents himself. You know, every album's been something different, hasn't it? Sometimes funk, sometimes with horns, sometimes quiet stuff. He's done an acoustic album, etc., etc. Etc. And next to me now, a track for all, from Reminiscence, uh, picked up as one of the best 2000 18 Swedish jazz albums from pianist Adam Forkelid. Here's New Beginning.
some atmospheric shakers there and the drummer at the end of that a lovely uh, new beginning from reminiscence from pianist and composer Adam Forkelid, someone who no doubt we'll be hearing more from in the future and someone who has a great recorded past and a great future was the uh, very band that opened the show Gareth Lochrane and we managed to catch up with him after watching a fantastic set as we said in the uh, Spice of Life in London new big band album is there any kind of rumour at Fist Fight the Barn Bands is what five six years ago now well, yeah, I think we recorded that in 2016 I think yeah. was that right um, yeah well, there's a bunch of new tunes I'm working on these gigs I'm working new tunes in yeah. uh, it's a combination of new tunes getting scored up and then also re- reworking old tunes that we rarely play you know so uh, trying to get a new albums with the tunes together and I've got plenty of tunes it's just yeah, it's just getting the things played in on gigs and getting them comfortable and, and the whole scoring process of, um, of working on my own things and with, with the new new tunes, you know. Sure. What's the practical difficulties actually keeping a big band together these days? It's been tough enough as it is over the last year or two. Yeah, I mean, I mean most, mostly for me, it's just um, just try and get get some gigs in the book and you rehearse on the gigs. You know, that, that's that's really the reality for me. Uh, you get the guys together, you get that that crucial hour before a gig, and then you can rehearse. Like we just we've just done it. We rehearsed like about about fifteen little excerpts of tunes, and then it's ready. You know, you get you get yeah. That, that's all it, that's all it takes really. And then and just trying to say. Trying, trying, trying to keep the band working with different different venues being on side, and uh, the Spice of Life has always been our biggest one of our biggest supporters. One of our um, our first ever gig was here in 2008. Uh, this exact jazz festival date, kind of uh, 2008. So the band's played here every year, and we and we regularly play at other clubs in London, like Pizza Dean Street and uh, a little bit at Ronnie's a few times. And uh, the 606 has been a big support as well, as well as festivals around the country. And, I think we were actually here the last time the festival oh, yeah. played and uh, talking about that crucial hour before a gig you don't expect to get gig crashed by a couple of guys asking for an interview when you want your lunch right. but uh, oh, no, it's very, very kind of you to take the time out no, How has the lockdown experience given for you? Has it given you actually time to write again? Uh, yeah, I was, I was writing a lot of tunes um, mostly I had to keep working really so I, I was teaching the whole time doing loads of Zoom teaching from our music college stuff yeah. um, but really doing a lot of practice and a lot of, um, a lot of more writing tunes and actually scoring stuff for me I, I, was, I, was, working, I was trying to finish off kind of uh, all, my, all my endless kind of folder of, um, of, of hooks and bits of tunes and vamps and bass lines and ju- I always put them together and mash things up and try and it's a patchwork process you know, for me uh, so I wrote loads of new tunes, and, and I had a few lockdown gigs with my smaller groups, yeah. uh, with my, 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 my band with Alex Garnet yeah. and Quintet. And so I worked new tunes in through that, and in an easier blowing, loose blowing context, you know, which is not normally the way it goes. Try, try in a small group, and then, and then, and then yeah, you, get, you get a feel for it in a small group, and then score it for the, for the big the big. I was going to say, is that the way the compositional process works? You think in small, and then scale it for me, up? For me it is, yeah. Mostly, mostly, yeah. You, um, you get, you get, you get, you get. By the, by the way, musicians, musicians interpret, interpret a, um, a new tune. You know straight away how to, what, what's going to work for a, for a bit of larger size group. The smaller bits are smaller, the bigger bits are bigger, and, and how and how a drummer responds to a kind of looping a certain section or a certain kind of ending. Or uh, you, you get you get new ideas for the for the bigger picture straight away. More than if you were just sat at home on the computer just trying to figure out the arrangement. Um, and, a, and a big part of it for me is just is just walking around, away from the away from the piano, away from the computer. Imagining it in real time, imagining my friends playing it. All my, all my, all my friends have got these amazing sounds and great musicians. Uh, imagine how they're going to how they're going to interpret it as well. You know, the trombones are going to dig this, and sure. Barry Clements is a great bass trombone player. How he, he loves playing all these kind of these crazy bass trombone parts, and and, um, and, and how the sax players are going to interpret. And on the, the great trumpet section with Tom Walsh and Andy Greenwood and Steve Fishwick and James Copas on this gig, yeah. so it's a real nice mix of mix of players. You know, it's it's really like like all the great bands, you, you can emulate that 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 thing of writing for the players and how they're going to interpret it. Like Ellington, Thad Jones, 
Basie, all, 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 the, all, the great, all the great lineups up to the contemporary lineups with Maurice Schneider's big bands had pretty much the same lineup for a long time. Um, with a few changes, it's been mostly mostly the, the the same basic lineup for a long time. It's one thing we found during the last year. We we got the opportunity to speak to Maria, right. uh, which was a great uh, coup for the show. But uh, we always like to kick off the show with a big band, and I'd found looking around quite a lot of new uh, female-led bands coming out with arrangers and composers yeah, in them, which are doing really well. There's a, a wonderful one out of Australia called Vincent Perica. Oh, right. uh, I don't know if you've come past her. She's Vanessa Perica, fantastic band. But um, you spoke of the large and small ensembles, without offending any band members, as they overlap in any case. But which, for you, do you enjoy the most? Is there more of a headache getting all the parts together for the big band or which do you actually enjoy do you think going out to do well um, both but for different reasons yeah. you know I mean I, I try and bring the same um, the same the same loose um, approach you would bring to a small group I try and bring that same thing to this exactly the same you know uh, I, want, I want when it's a quintet or a quartet I want it to feel like a quartet you know sure. even within a big band and, that, and that's really what I took away from seeing the Vanguard Jazz Orchestra play so many times in New York the Thad Jones band became the Vanguard band, yeah, and yeah. Um, and uh, seeing seeing that when, when when you see Dick Oates or Rich Perry or Jimmy McNeely playing a trio or a quartet, they feel like you forget the horns are there. They're, yeah. they're they're the audience. They're just enjoying it. Yeah. And when they finally come in and play, you, you, you feel the weight of that of that of the arrangements. Uh, so I always I've always tried to emulate that approach, which, which kind of comes from Basie and Ellington as well. Uh, when when you really get the soloist sound, you know, and everyone in the band can solo their asses off, you know. So you, I want to embrace that. Give everyone some room to do what they do.
the echoes of the greats in your head, the likes of Duke and... Oh, totally, totally. I mean, for me, uh, uh, my, my my listening thing always goes back to what what, what I've always been into is, uh, is the Ellington stuff and then and then um, Oliver Nelson, Quincy Jones, Don Sebesky, Thad Jones, um, Bob Brookmeyer. You know, they're, 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 all my life I've had those around, you know, um, and I always go back to it. It's endlessly inspiring. Duke Pearson, I love Duke Pearson's writing uh, for various lineups and... Uh, Oliver Nelson's a big one. I think he's really underrated as a, yeah. uh, as, a as a compositional kind of force, you know. Sure. Uh, I, was, I was always disappointed. Sorry, with I loved when Oliver Nelson did all those scores in the seventies for uh, Ironside. Yeah. That's what those other oh, times. You can't find it. You can't find any recordings of it. But yeah. it's fantastic stuff. You, you just got to get the box sets, get the DVDs. That's the only yeah. way you can do it. Uh, but all those guys, like JJ Johnson, was on that scene in LA, yeah. and um, uh, who else? I'm trying to think now. Uh, Don Don Ellis was Ellis, he more? Yeah, was. Was he no, more he LA or New York? He was more LA, I think. Right. Yeah. But all those guys that crossed over, the jazz guys that kind of um, that made a big that made a big impact on the on the LA studio scene in that, that era. You mentioned, uh, of course, uh, the great clubs in the states, some of which, sadly, we've yeah, seen I know, I know. COVID polish off, and uh, yeah. we just hope the new ones pop up in their wake. Yeah. But the London scene still seems to be coming back really yeah. healthily. I thought, well, I mean, the state of the musician scene is incredible, and, and the audiences seem really up for a collective experience coming out of COVID. So that's, that's been really refreshing. Whenever every every nearly every gig I've done since since um, since since lockdown has been a really positive experience with the audience. Everyone everyone's really engaged, and there's there's another level of. Uh, audiences and musicians being hungry for it again you know I've, I've, I've generally found that that's not a small talk I've, I've, it really feels like that um, I had a run of gigs with Marie Schneider sorry, Marie Schneider with Nicky Isles big band yes yes and um, talking about Marie Schneider before sorry <laughs> yeah. but Nick, Nicky's big band has been fantastic you know uh, so we had, we had a few gigs with that and that's talking about female led big bands her, her writing is stunning you know sublime writing and and, um, and that, that feels like a culmination of all the projects she's led over the last 20-30 years that have arrived at this with all the relationships she's got with with certain players in the band and Mike Walker and Andy Schofield and with with, all, with some of the younger players in my generation as well, I'm not young anymore. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, so you're sounding relatively, albeit we've had a tough old two years. Yeah. You're sounding fairly upbeat for the future. It's, it's been okay. I mean, things have carried on and 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 the, and the people are still making albums and have people recording and. Uh, I think everyone's been doing behind the scenes recording a lot. You know, yeah, everyone overnight had to get their their um, their online teaching, online recording shops sorted out. You know, everything you've been getting around to for yeah, a few yeah. years, we had to just do it. You know, um, Zoom suddenly came. Zoom, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, it's a, for a while, Zoom was like a, we were getting through it together. Then the, you know, the, everyone was upbeat about that. But that, that, the, the novelty wore off after about six yeah, months. But yeah. uh, but we did it. You know, I was doing all my. Um, I run a Saturday jazz school for these jazz prodigy kids at the Royal, at the Royal Academy of Music on a Saturday my junior academy jazz programme and so we were doing group sessions on Zoom for a good few months uh, How did that work for synchronising things? I know Patchwork put out a big band album didn't they? Oh yeah recording wise Which, yeah. you can track things up recordings yeah, uh, but, but to actually have live. a session together so you can't play together but at least you can hang out together and you can, you can talk about stuff you can, you, can, you can check out scores PDFs individually play around the, around the sort of virtual room so to speak and uh, it was, we made, made the most out of it, and it was actually in the, in the end, it was quite a, quite a positive experience, you know. But in, in the middle of it, your, your ears are hurting from all the terrible sound. That <laughs> our Wi-Fi cuts out, and you know, someone, someone's someone's internet always messes up. But but and it's, it's more of a social. It's just in that period, this, this time last year, or or in the initial lockdown, it was, it was just to see each other and have some kind of some kind of contact, you know. So a Zoom call was all you had back then. You know. Listen, it's been a great 
chance to talk to you today. We appreciate a gig coming up. You better get ready. You better let you crack on. So we really appreciate your time today. It's great to talk and th- thanks a lot. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we Thank need you. to get ready too. We haven't got any beer yet, which is always, always yet. essential for <laughs> such, uh, such functions. Yeah, we'll, we'll sound better the more you drink. Yeah. <laughs> An absolute pleasure. Thanks ever so much. Thanks,
jumping in with the Wine Cellar, stockist of the largest range of wines, beers, spirits and cocktails on the island.
Beautiful stuff. Really enjoyed that one over the last year. So floating points, Pharaoh Saunders and the London Symphony Orchestra played in memory of Pharaoh, who uh, sadly passed away a few days ago. Before that, many, many thanks to Gareth Lochrane, of course, in the lively Spice Life down in Soho. Terrific stuff. And thanks for talking to him. Looking forward to LJF 2022. Indeed. And uh, the track was The Rise of the Lizard People from Glimpses of Truth, the fantastic 2021 album from Ivo Neiman, Nathaniel Facey. Surely one of the best of the year with a great band featuring Noel Langley on trumpet, Trevor Myers on trombone, George Crowley and Jason Yard on saxes, Ingrid Jensen on trumpet, Gillard Hexel on guitar, Tom Farmer on bass, James Madron at the drums with Scott, John Scott, Jim Hart on percussion, and of course Ivo Neem piano, Nathaniel Facey saxes, and our guest Gareth Lacrane on flute. Hopefully, we'll get a big band album no, straight from him. Yeah, and in between those two uh, interviews, a septet with Surfs Up. And that's about it for this week's show. We've just got time to fit in a track from New Zealand's Brett Adams from his track, Black Clouds in Stereo. Here's the title track, and thanks to Rattle for sending us this. See you next week, Saturday night, don't forget. That's it. Pour yourself a cold one from the wine cellar. Bye for now. <laughs>